I wonder what people like about me. Probably my jugs. On this episode of The Commercial Break. You're going to love my barbecue. How much is a lap dance? $30. $20. No, it's $30. $15. Says right here in my notes for my John Anthony ebook. $15 to $20. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. While you're at it, go get a receipt from the bar because I need your phone number. I don't want the management to find out. Don't mind the blue paint. It'll wash off. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Oh yeah, cats and kittens, welcome back to The Commercial Break. I'm Brian Green. This is the master of marmalade, Kristen Joy. Only best to you, Kristen. Bestie Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. <clears throat> For our Thanksgiving, one of my brothers brought over crumble cookies. Oh yeah. Have you had the crumble? I like the crumble. They are good. Mm-hmm. Man, that shit is good. Good, good, good. If you don't have crumble cookies where you live, that sucks. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> move. That's what I gotta say. <laughs> crumble cookies is like a, I don't know, like a designer cookie place, but they sell these huge cookies, and they are almost exclusively delicious. I mean, depending on what flavor you like, they're delicious, and they change the flavors every day, and it's very good. So, or every week, I think. So this week they, so Kevin brought over some cookies. But there's always like the one stinker in the group. Like if you ask for like a mixed <laughs> That's true. cookie box, you always get the one stinker, the one they can't give away. So they just put it in the mixed boxes. <laughs> right. And this one was like sugar marmalade. And it had orange marmalade or tangerine oh, marmalade. Yeah. I don't even know what marmalade is, but it is so thick. You can't get it off the top of your mouth. It's like, <laughs> it's like a peanut yes. butter consistency. It's gross. I don't like marmalade. I can say right now, I'm not a marmalade fan. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I'm not a marmalade. <laughs> and what's the difference between a marmalade and a jam? Is there a difference between marmalade and jam? I don't know. It's got to be the consistency, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One is made with, I don't know, poop or something. <laughs> something you don't like. Sure, cement. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I, I don't know, super glue or something. It's disgusting. I don't like it. But that was the stinker in the group. Yeah. However, given how good the base cookie is, the sugar cookie, I just decided to scrape the marmalade <laughs> off the rest of it. <laughs> I hope nobody go. else likes marmalade because you ain't getting it. Is that the trip? <laughs> Wanted to give away some more information about our audio scavenger hunt that is coming up in December. Mm. So if you don't mind, I'll give away a few details here yep. on the show today, and then we'll remind people as we go along. The TCB Holiday Audio Scavenger Hunt goes like this. In episodes 300 through 350, we are going to drop audio clues inside 10 of those episodes those audio clues will be obvious if you're listening to the show they were like literally break in the middle of an episode and you will have to determine what the audio clip is and how it fits together in the puzzle you will have one month and four days to do this we're going to start on december 5th we'll do it when we start season we'll give we'll announce who wins um and maybe we'll bring even try and see if we can bring them on the show and we'll do that in the second week in January, as we begin uh, season number mm-hmm. five, and we will give away a thousand dollar gold dot gift card. Woo! Only 
You can only use it at Krispy Kreme, however. So I hope you like <laughs> or donuts. Or crumble cookies. Or crumble cookies. Uh, the Go.Dot gift card is an American Express gift card. You can use it for anything. I know it's after the holiday, but everybody needs a little cash after the holiday, True. too. And I want to do it at the end of the season, leading up to the new season, mm-hmm. so that we have a little excitement when we come back, because a normal commercial break episode is like marmalade. It sticks <laughs> to the top of your mouth, and it's not very good. <laughs> Uh, so that is how it's going to go. That is the minutia of it. As we get toward the end of season four, we will give you a few additional clues here on the shows to help you prod you along in your little puzzle that you're trying to put together. So if you want a thousand dollar gold dot gift card, start paying attention to episodes 300 through 350. You'll have to download them, listen to them. And, you know, I don't know, put it on 3X and see if you can, you know, listen to it and see if you can hear what your what the little audio clues are. It's going to be a ton of fun. And Christina and I are working on that as Mm -hmm. we speak. Christina, our intrepid producer, audio producer here at the commercial break, overall producer. She's, she does yeah. a lot of things, but it's with such a small team, we yes. all do a lot of things. And as you can tell by the level of quality of this show, <laughs> there's a lot to be done. I literally walk into the studio and think about what I'm going to say two seconds before we turn on the microphone. Um, but that is the audio scavenger hunt, the TCB audio scavenger hunt. We are super excited. We would love you to be the winner. So... Episodes 300 through 350, you cannot stop start downloading until December 5th because they will not be in there until December 5th. So don't start downloading them now. Get ready for December 5th, and then you can start downloading those episodes, listening to them, putting the clues together. You cannot work for the commercial break and win the Gold Dot gift card, <laughs> Christina. Sorry. <laughs> I think she's going to tell her best friend. Wait, hold on one second. Now I'm on to something. Christina's going to tell her best friend that she's going to try to get her best friend to win it. So, Christina, you or anybody you know on your friends list or your followers, you're not allowed to play. You two, team. You two. <laughs> Tina and Holy and everybody else. That's right. Um, but we're super excited to give away the $1,000. So, go and do that. Okay. Out the door to a birthday party for one of the children's friends Mm -hmm. the other day. We got this wonky front door. Like, we've renovated this house 12 times. We've kept the same door. I'm not really sure why. We've promised ourselves over and over again, let's get a new front door. A couple hundred bucks at fucking Home Depot. I don't know why I don't get a new front door, but I just don't get a new front door. It's a piece of, like, aluminum, but it's very heavy, and then it's got dents in it from, I don't know, people trying to break down the door, the police serving a (laughs) warrant. I'm not sure what happened before I moved in here, but there's some dents in the front of it. And therefore, the door is kind of closes awkwardly. You know, you come in, right? It closes awkwardly. But it's always worked and we've never had a problem until a couple of months ago when we started to notice that on occasion, the we have a deadbolt lock, a nest mm-hmm. lock, and then we have an actual just regular door handle with a locking mechanism on it. And on occasion, even when it's unlocked, that door handle, it'll get stuck like ah. you can't open it you have to jiggle yeah, it wiggle it you know that. pull it push it whatever right mm-hmm. and so this sometimes causes a little drama when you're trying to get into the house but within 15 or 20 seconds you can usually figure it out open it up and i'm not sure if the door has a personality or what's going on like it's having a bad day it's i, I don't know i have no idea but it just like Sometimes it's hard to open, and then on occasion it's never it's not hard to open. It happens every once in a very blue moon. Maybe it's the weather. Could be. Mm-hmm. I think it has something to do with the way that the door closes. There's like maybe something's wrong with the internals, mm-hmm. and like if you slam it too hard, or I don't even know. Chrissy, <laughs> I Brian. <laughs> 
And and by the way, Daniel told me, get a new fucking door, get a new fucking door handle. What are you doing, kid? You know, you're gonna lock yourself out of the house one day. So we're on our way out of the door to go to the kid's little party. And guess what? The door, Astrid forgets something. I run in to go get it and the door will not open. I'm there for like a full minute, then two minutes, then three minutes, then Astrid comes and she's trying to do it. (laughs) And I say, the door is locked. And she goes, no, it's not. And I go, the door is locked. We've never had this much trouble opening it. Somebody, one of those kids locked the fucking door. I promise you one of those kids was playing with the door and locked the door. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. So we're in this little argument while we're trying to open the door. Kids are in the car. Car is running. You know, the whole nine yards. Oh, yeah. And so I go back into the tool shed where I have no clue what any of these things do. (laughs) But I recognize a hammer. And I then I get a like a towel so we can get better grip on it. Right? Like one of those like... Grippy towels. Grippy things, yeah. Grippy yeah. towel. So we can get a better grip on it. So I figure, well, I'll hit it with the hammer a couple times, and then I'll see if I could just like twist it open, yeah. which is not an actual thing that works. It's just Brian has no <laughs> idea what any of the other tools do, so I don't know how to do anything. So I'm just like, well, these are the two most useful things I see. Let me bring yeah. them back and show Astrid. I'm like a dog who just killed a squirrel. I bring it back, and then <laughs> Here, they go, yeah, I found this. I found this. <laughs> Astrid's like, put it back where you found it. <laughs> it's like I would tell the dog if she brought a squirrel home, right? Put it back where you found it. <laughs> So I come back from the shed, from the the pool shed, and I go to walk around the front of the house, and I see Astrid's body, like, dangling out one of the windows. (laughs) She's so tall, she's managed to lift herself up into one of the windows, but she's kind of stuck. Her little leg is like, not her little leg, her long leg is like kicking out the window. I'm like, what are you doing? How did you open that? And she goes, it's open. And I go, our front window is open? Great. Yeah, great. What are we paying this alarm company for? Got the fucking windows open. <laughs> so she goes in the house. I'm there banging the door with a fucking <laughs> a hammer. hammer and a towel. <laughs> I know. And Astrid comes to the front door and she opens it and she goes, it was locked. <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch. Those kids. I don't know what I do yeah. about this one. Mm. They're now old enough to open up the doors on their own. They lock the doors for fun. They do all of this crazy shit, like the one time Matthias came in here, uh, my son came in here and oh, yeah. uh, erased the Everything. entire roadcaster that took me a year to figure <laughs> yes. out. Matthias all of a sudden was Mr. Roadcaster and he deleted it. He deleted everything on it. I don't even know how to do that. How he did it, I have no idea. Right? He comes, he, the other day, Astrid was working on something and one of my kids goes onto her computer and erases everything that oh, she's been doing. God. I know, it's like such oh. a nightmare. These kids, as they get older, the 18 of them, as they're getting older, they are getting sneakier, smarter, and more mischievous. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to handle it, quite frankly. I'm not really sure. I go into the car and, you know, I try and be a calm parent, right? I don't like all the yelling and fussing. Thank you very much. And I say, hey guys, listen, before we go to this party, you cannot play with the doors. Please don't play with the doors. Don't lock the doors. What is locking? It's when you turn the little thing. The handle? No, the little thing on the inside where you lock it. The handle? No, <laughs> the little thing. I'll show you when we get home. When? When we get home. When are we going to go home? We haven't even left yet. <laughs> All I'm asking you to do is not lock the door. Okay. Can I have candy? No. <laughs> but I want candy. <laughs> It's a whole fucking thing. I'm just trying to tell you not to lock the door. Please don't do that. Mom and dad, it costs a lot of money. I was about to call that fucking locksmith Locksmith. who took me for $1,400 that one time. I refused to pay him. I refused. I I, I outright refused to pay him. 
That's who put the original. That's who put the door handle on there. The new door handle was a fucking guy, motherfucker. He somehow has a remote. And he keeps unlocking it on right. behalf of us. Just getting back at you. I really don't know how to handle this. I really don't know how to handle all the of the mischievousness that's going on inside of the house. Mm -hmm. They hide the remote controls. They change things. They're buying endless amounts of <laughs> Direct TV. I love you. I love you so much. I love you so much better than I, than than the other cable company we had, which I won't mention by name. You are so awesome in every in every way possible, and I love your service. Not having the ability to take paid movies off of your system mm. is not one of the things that I love. The only thing that I can do is put parental controls right. on every fucking channel so that I would have to type in a code every time I wanted to switch the channel. That is completely inconvenient, and I'm not going to do no. it. So rather than that, I just let my kids continue to buy movies that they don't need. <laughs> we have the movie Trolls on seven different platforms. <laughs> And yet one of my children thinks they still need to buy the, another version of Trolls. I keep explaining. It's the same movie. No, no, one's on Netflix and one's on Amazon. It's the same movie. It doesn't matter where you watch it. One's on Amazon and one's on Netflix. But watch it on Amazon. We already... I don't want to watch on Amazon! <laughs> I want a Netflix show! It's the same thing. No, it's not. The Netflix is the Netflix and the Amazon is the Amazon. Oh, my God, child. I have a hundred an $80 paid movie bill from last month. Oh, God. Just the movies? Chrissy, I go into my purchases. I have no idea what these movies are. I have no idea. It's like one starring Corey Haim from 1997, some <laughs> direct-to-TV movie. It's Paw Patrol 9. I didn't even know they had a 2, let alone a 9. It's Dream a Little Dream Part 4. I don't even know they made... I didn't even know Dream a Little Dream was a successful movie to make a no, fourth one. No. It's Driver... You know, uh, what is that movie? Driver's Ed with Mark Harmon? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Driver's Ed Part 2. And One of my kids is just going through and just buying movies because he likes the cover of them. He's like, oh, that looks interesting. Oh, that looks interesting. Let me buy. But you have to press like seven buttons to buy a movie. It's not like you just press yeah. the button and buy a movie. You have to buy a couple. Are you sure? Are you sure you're sure? Are you positive? You're sure you're sure? Yes, I am. He's just buying them left and right. I had a $180 movie bill last month. I was like, what the fuck is going on in this household? It's crazy. How do I stop it? What do I do? I can't be everywhere at all times. I know. Oh. I know. You're going to have to get cases for stuff i don't know lock boxes <laughs> safes why didn't anybody tell me this before we had children everyone have kids it'll change your life they say best thing that ever happened they say what they didn't tell you is that you'll have no sleep no money very little food no time to yourself you'll have to change shitty diapers every five minutes as if blue wasn't enough now i gotta change shitty diapers every five minutes and they're going to buy every movie that ever was <laughs> On your DirecTV because they can. That's crazy that they that doesn't have a code mm -mm. to be able for no. anything that's paid. You got to do parental controls, which is a, okay. like a whole different animal. And if you want it to really cover everything, you have to block every channel movie parental controls. Oh, well, that's, yeah. And, and by the way, there are tons of people that complain about this online. Yeah. But DirecTV hasn't done anything about it. And I know why DirecTV hasn't done anything about it. They're because it's money. a moneymaker for them. <laughs> yeah, of course. They make a ton of money off this. Actually, DirecTV is good. If you have not watched the movie and you call and tell them that it was your kid that accidentally did it, they will take it off mm -hmm. there. But the problem is, of course my kids have played it because that's what they do. They buy the movie without permission, then they watch it without permission or watch five minutes of it without permission. And as soon as it started, it's game over. Yeah. You can't take it back. 
It's like, uh, I don't know, it's like a dress return policy. Or if your <laughs> shoes have scrapes on the bottom of them, they know you've worn them and they won't do it. I just want a, like a fair return policy. If it's a Corey Haim movie from 1999, clearly no one wanted to buy that. You, you understand, right? <laughs> At Direct TV, how can I help you? Yes, my kid accidentally bought a movie. Oh, we're so sorry to hear this happens all the time, sir. Let me look into your account. Can I have your password, please? Uh, yes, it's one, two, three, four. <laughs> okay, uh, no, that's not the password, sir. Do you have another? It might be another thing. No, I, I, put, I set it up. It's one, two, three, four. Yeah, I'm trying again here, Mr. Green, but it's not coming up on there. Can you, maybe another one? I, I don't, I, I don't, Astrid! Did you change the code to DirecTV? No! Uh. Hey, kids! Did you change the code to DirecTV? Yes! <laughs> what is it? I don't know! I don't know. <laughs> Trolls! <laughs> Mickey! Can you try Trolls? I'm sorry, sir. It's a numeric code. <laughs> oh, my God. Get through that part. So, do you think you could just refund me the movie? Yes, I see right here. Corey Haim's Oscar-nominated 1999 turn in Cocoon Part 5. You didn't want to buy that movie? I don't think anybody wanted to buy that movie. You're probably right, but I see here you've enjoyed the first five minutes of the movie, so unfortunately we cannot take it back. Come on, lady, have some mercy on me. It's Corey Haim. I didn't want the movie. Well, that may be true, sir, but you did watch the first five minutes of it. Is that Should that be an indication of how good the movie is? I only watched the first five minutes. Can I please return it? I'm sorry, sir. Policy is policy. But here at DirecTV, we hope you have a wonderful day. Bye! Bye! <laughs> Fuckers. Uh, oh, what do I do? I don't know. How do you stop it? <laughs> you, when, you had, when you were living with your, with your girls, did yeah. they get up to this kind of shit? No. No? Mm-mm. Why did you get so lucky? I don't know. <laughs> they didn't do anything? Like, you know, dial up a phone service or buy something online or do something that we, clearly they didn't have permission to do. And maybe it was unintentionally mischievous, but it was mischievous? No. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm the only one living in this hell? Am I the only one living in this hell? <laughs> it can't be true. There's got to be people out there who have this happen all I'm the time. Sure. Well, I mean, the DirecTV lady said it the one time I called her. She's like, yeah. this happens all the time, and this is why we have this policy. If you haven't watched it and you realize it was a mistake, you give us a call and we take mm-hmm. it off your bill. But then we also give you... We don't give you the right to watch the movie anymore. And I'm like, that's fucking fine. Who's going to want to watch, you know, Dream a Little Dream Part 7? Right. No one wants to watch that. <laughs> the first one was bad, let alone the seventh one. And and by the way, did they really have a follow-up to Dream a Little Dream? I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Or maybe it's just another movie called but Dream Matthias a Little Dream. Has seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone has seen it. And I can't believe it. All right, listen, we have John Anthony Lifestyle. We got into it last episode. John Anthony was in the middle of telling us how we bed a stripper. In other words, how we walk into a strip club, get one of those girls to come home with us, pay no money, give them no compliments. And there's a lot of information that he's given to us so far. It's a 14-step plan. And we're only through three of them before he stopped (laughs) for a commercial break to announce his new special... uh, Misspelled (laughs) e-book. Yeah. (laughs) How to attack girls... Instead of attract. Attract girls. Yeah, that's right. He put attack girls instead of attract girls. Which, by the way, if you know anything about John Anthony. That makes more sense, actually. Absolutely. It's a Freudian slip of the highest honor. Okay, but first what I want to do is we'll take our first break and then we'll be back. 
Look, I know you guys are getting really sick of me, but that is too bad. It's my job. Now, go to tcbpodcast.com for all of our audio and video content and get your little booty over to youtube.com slash the commercial break for fully edited video episodes. Want to chat? Leave us a voicemail at 626-ASK-TCB3. Too embarrassed for your voice to be on the show? We understand. Text us instead at 855-TCB-8383. Can't even do that? No worries. Just follow us on TikTok at TCB Podcast and on Instagram at The Commercial Break. And if you can't even be seen doing that, just listen to these sponsors and let's get back to the show. This episode is sponsored in part by our good friends at Uncommon Goods. All right, Christmas is coming up. We're all doing the mad dash to figure out what everybody wants. Go to the stores, buy online, all that other stuff. But me personally, and my brothers can tell you this, I like to be very unique about my gift giving. So unique that no one has any clue what I'm thinking when I get them a present. In other words, I get gag gifts every year for my brothers and some of my immediate family. And I always love to see their faces when they open up the gift. Disappointed they didn't get anything real, but they get a good chuckle nonetheless. I am so pleased that Uncommon Goods is now making it much easier for me to find these particular items. And it's not just about fun and gag gifts. They have everything. Home items, decor, corporate gifts, jewelry. If you need it, they have it. This is a truly unique shopping experience. Everything you see is made by small artists and independent businesses. These items are often very unique and handmade. I was on the website this morning looking for my gag gifts, and they have a whole section of fun and quirky gifts. Two things stood out to me. Number one, they actually have a phone jail. It's like a cage, like a small cage with a phone holder in it for like three or four phones and then there's a lock and if you have the key no one's getting their phones i hope my wife never finds that particular gift how about this one an actual game a board game called ganja land that's going to be fun for all the kids i really like this company and they like you to get 15 percent off your next gift go to uncommongoods.com slash tcb that's uncommongoods.com slash tcb for 15 percent off don't miss out on this limited time offer uncommon goods we are all out of the ordinary and that's something every tcb listener can agree upon again go to uncommongoods.com slash tcb for 15 percent off your first gift go to this website you'll have a ton of fun and thank you to uncommon goods for being a sponsor of the commercial break this episode is sponsored in part by claritin do you hear that Do you hear that absolutely irritating voice that I have right now and all the sinus congestion? Twice a year, we call that the Atlanta flu. That's because those of us who suffer from seasonal allergies can really find it quite miserable during the spring and during the fall. The nasal congestion that can cause pounding headaches, the irritating throat drainage, the coughing. Sometimes I can't taste my food and it can really make some of my days unbearable. Luckily, for those of us who do live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Claritin D, quite frankly, changed the allergy game for me. I've been taking it for a number of years, and it's got fast symptom relief that starts working on my allergies and nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. The double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those symptoms are familiar to any seasonal 
professional allergy sufferer, and I just love this product. It's actually kind of serendipitous that I am suffering from allergies today. Just took my Claritin D, and I, quite frankly, look forward to the relief, and so I don't sound like a duck. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at your pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Please use as directed, and we want to thank Claritin for being a sponsor of the commercial break and a reliever of Brian's allergy symptoms. Thanks, Claritin. Back with more John Anthony lifestyle. I know you guys had to sit through my tirade on DirecTV's uh, <laughs> shitty parental controls <laughs> policy. Uh, but last episode, we started a video with John Anthony lifestyle, a noted PUA who also does breakdowns of other PUAs. He is basically a tchotchke of a human being through and through. He's a real douchebag. He's got a video that I could not ignore, Chrissy. It said, how to bed a stripper, how to pick up strippers. Yep. He's got a 14-point plan. He says, the more points that you check off, or the more of these that you check off on your list, the more likely you are to bring home a stripper. He also said it's scientifically proven, because he proved it. <laughs> He's done it <laughs> yeah, that's multiple enough, times. <laughs> that's enough to put together a thesis. Uh, and he only told us the first three on the last episode, which was... What was the first one? Oh, get out of the get out of the customer zone. Yeah, he gave us no information on how to do that. He said, "Cement yourself in the industry," (laughs) which he said was telling the girls that you are an a DJ of electronic music. Yep, he made a point to say electronic music multiple times. A DJ (laughs) of electronic music, as opposed to what I'm not sure. And then number three was what was number three? Something about industry. Well, yeah, I thought number two was industry. Uh, but anyway, it doesn't matter because it doesn't work. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if, there's, if we get it oh, right no, or not. The other one was telling, uh, telling other strippers that oh, you, you dated, dated other, other strippers. strippers and that's that those, right. Those are your favorite kind of girls. That's right. That pre-qualifies you. <laughs> yeah. If you tell them that you've dated strippers and they're your favorite kind of girls. Pre-selection is imminent. So... Let's get into it. He's in the middle of his little commercial here, spelled wrong. Free ebook, Seven Modern Dating Secrets to Attack and Date Quality <laughs> Girls. It's supposed to say attract, I think. All right, here yeah. we go. A copy of that free PDF. You also don't want to be like giving her too much attention. You don't want to be like staring at her. Like I use the term like starstruck. You don't want to be like, oh my God, right? Because there's going to be a girl that's like scantily clad, barely wearing any clothes and or naked. And you don't want to be like, uh. You don't say, John. <laughs> it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> I just think he's got jizz on his head. <laughs> By the way, you don't want to stare at them too. That's I mean, the whole fucking point, John. How do you do that? It's like trying to get a cat not to look at a sparkly thing. You cannot do it. Uh, because that's going to work against you. She's going to, again, be like, oh, this guy isn't used to being around hot girls. He's here to just, like, stare at all of us. And, and like, he doesn't even know how to speak to us normally because he's so, you know, like, starstruck by the fact that, that we're attractive and this and that. So you don't want to be giving them too much attention. And you don't want to be showering them with compliments. And the reason for that is... is God forbid. God forbid you tell them they're attractive. I God forbid you do anything a normal human being would do when trying to enter a relationship. (laughs) That's what all the customers are doing. Okay, number four, lead the conversation. Don't let her execute her canned scripts. The typical script that a stripper will use, a lot of them will, will sit down or come over, hey, why don't we go for a dance? 
right? Their whole objective is to get you to spend money to get a dance. So a lot of times when they Correct. first come over, they're like, yeah, that's because they're at work, yes. John. That's what they do for a living. They actually want to eat tomorrow. Yeah. They don't want you not to pay them to do a dance because you're in the industry in electronic music. Ask you to get a dance, boom, right there. If you say no, you're not sure yet, then a lot of times they go into giving you fake compliments. Okay, so, oh, you're really cute. Uh, what's your name? Oh, what do you do? You're you're really sexy, right? I'm an start electronic t- dance yeah. DJ. <laughs> I'm an electronic DJ. I'm a DJ of e-music. <laughs> I'm a reader of audiobooks. <laughs> John. Yes, this may be the script that they use because they are there working. They're not there to give away the services for free. They don't want free looks. They want you to pay them. That's why they're taking their clothes off. So you give them money. It's sex work and it's not free as it shouldn't be, jackhole. Watching you and the guy's like, wow, this girl likes me. That's just her trying to warm you up and get more comfortable by giving you fake compliments and and giving you a bunch of fake attention so that you'll then want to go get a date. So wait, hold on. Let me get this straight, Chrissy. You are not supposed to fall for the fake attention Mm -hmm. that they are giving you. But his suggestion to get them is not to give them too much fake attention so that they love you. (laughs) It's it's like, this is, the, the irony is completely missed on him. The irony is completely missed on him. He is like a walking, I don't know, like a walking donkey. I don't know. Yeah, right. it, it just makes no sense. It makes I none mean, sense. Yeah, I, what, so what's the interaction supposed to be? We talk. We like stare at each other silently, yeah, <laughs> but you stare at the wall while she stares at you. Right. Because <laughs> you're painted blue, and you. <laughs> and, and the the really pro ones that are you know cutthroat and they're and they're really like you know using their time to the best to the best purpose. They're going to ask right away for a dance, then give you fake compliments and ask again. And they'll, they'll keep trying to retest and ask you for a dance. A lot of times I break them out of that whole scripted process that they're going through that they normally go through with customers. So if they sit down, for instance, and she's like, what's your name? I might turn and be like, who gives a fuck? Anyways, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm picturing this going down at... <laughs> At the club. (laughs) Hi, so what's your name? Who gives a fuck? Does that excite you? I got more. Does that excite you? I got more. (laughs) Oh my God. That is the single worst piece of advice I have ever heard. Who gives a fuck? Somebody says, how's your day? What's your name? And you say, who gives a fuck? And expect she's going to come home and sleep with you? You're a moron, dude. You're a moron. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Honestly. And I've heard a lot of ridiculous shit on this show. Right. And they're like, holy shit. Because <laughs> holy you snapped shit, this out guy's of that. Crazy. Right. He's, he's a looney tune. He's literally a looney tune. He does not know what he's saying. You should turn off the video right now and go somewhere else because this guy does not have the information you're looking for. Remember, these droids don't have the information you're looking for. John Anthony does not have the information you're looking for. Color. Okay, that red customer frame color. You want to say, oh, I don't usually come to these places. I'm just here for my friend's birthday or I'm just here celebrating with my friends. They dragged me along here. 
then don't give them a lot of attention. Don't give them a lot of compliments. Cement yourself as industry. Talk about how you've dated strippers. <laughs> Cement yourself as industry. I don't even know what that means. I Wait, wait, hold on. This is hilarious because I just re- caught this. He's, he's going to say, I don't usually come here. Yeah. But wait, wait, wait. I've dated many, many strippers, strippers before. <laughs> ah, yeah. See? He <laughs> is a walking antonym. I don't even know what else to say. He is like, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Four and, a, and then... You're moving right along at this point. You notice he's reading off his phone yes, like a I know. like a teleprompter. <laughs> I know. He's not even looking at yeah. the camera. I feel like this guy took a hot shit one day <laughs> and decided, hungover and still high from the night before, decided that he was just going to write some notes down that now make no sense. Mm-hmm. You got to cement yourself as industry. That's not even a correct sentence. He keeps talking about coloring too. Yeah, like coloring red and coloring blue. And I just don't get it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Point number five is you never want to say that you will not get a private dance. That's like if you approach a girl in a club and she's like, just so you know, I have a boyfriend. He's right over there. There's no fucking way I'm going to go home with you. You'd be like, all right, have a good night. Right? It's it's like the balloon is burst. If she says, hey, can, let's get a dance. And you're like, no, I'm never going to get a dance. Or like, there's no way. Or like, I have zero money. Then the girl will typically leave. <laughs> Something every dancer wants to hear while they're on their ship. I have no money. No way. I don't like you. I have no money. I'd never do that. My wife's right next to me. (laughs) First of all. Second of all, how are you supposed to combine these two lies? I know. Just like you said, you have to not pretend like you're a customer, break the mold by saying who gives a fuck what you said or whatever he's telling you to do. (laughs) And then tell the, and then, but make sure you tell them that you will do a dance, just not right now. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Wants to be in the interaction with you. So when she's in there and she's executing her her lines and stuff like that and trying to get you to eventually buy a dance and you break yourself out of that customer frame, you want to buy yourself more time by continuing to interact with her. So you can continue to break the customer frame. But you don't want to say, hey, I'm not going to get a by private dance ever. By being mean to ever. her and saying yeah, mean by being mean, Yeah, just be completely rude to her. Paint yourself blue. Walk in. Act like a real asshole. This guy, you can get kicked out of the strip club is what's going to happen. Because I have been kicked out of a strip club. And I know how little it takes to get kicked out of a strip club. Those security guards don't fuck around. And if you're being rude to one of the dancers and she doesn't like it, she's going to point at you and you're going to be gone. That's how it works. They don't even ask questions. If a girl says he's out, you're out. Or I have no interest in getting a private dance because that will typically blow out the set. So always make it ambiguous or say that you'll get one soon. Okay, and then cut the conversational thread and change the topic. Okay, if you make it clear that you're never going to get a private dance, it will probably blow out the set. Point number six is... Blow out the set. set. He keeps talking about the set. All these guys talk about the set as if you're in a tennis match. It's not a set. You're trying to build a relationship with somebody. You're trying to get someone interested and attracted to you. You are telling us the exact opposite of what I would tell someone to do. Be nice. Be kind. Understand that she's at work and she may not want to play ball. <laughs> maybe even pay her a few bucks for the services that she's rendered. That might be helpful yeah. in making your case as to why she should go home with you at night. Is you want to set sexual frames without being creepy or like the other guy. Oh, please tell us. Oh, oh I can't wait to yeah. hear this, John mm-hmm. Anthony. So you can flirt with her and be the man in the interaction and make innuendos, but don't come from a place of like groveling or kissing her ass, or being starstruck. Can I please, 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 lick your butthole, please? No <laughs> groveling. No, oh, sorry. I don't want to lick your butthole anyway. Who gives a fuck? 
Okay, you're not going to be like, wow, I'd like to uh, bend you over. That ass looks pretty crazy. It's not going to be. <laughs> that ass looks pretty crazy. That's a good pickup line. That ass looks pretty cray-cray. <laughs> I've seen a lot of clapping asses, but that one's clapping all cray-cray. It's talking my name. Now can I lick your butthole? No? Okay. Well, fuck you. I don't want you anyway. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Like some little cheesy thing that a customer would say or a client would say. And, and she's going to be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, and give you like a fake response. Instead. Like you've been giving her the entire right. night. You would game her like how you were gaming a girl in a nightclub. You're not going to be giving her too much attention or, or compliments. And that's point number seven. Don't give her attention for her looks or give her compliments about her looks. <laughs> Tying into that point number seven. Oh, God forbid. Oh, are you God. following this? Yeah, it's just... Are you following any of this? Does no, any of this no, make sense? It doesn't make sense yeah. at all. I mean, I'm following what he's saying, yeah. but it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Seven, point number eight is act normal. Do not be intimidated by her beauty or put her on a pedestal. So you don't want to be sitting there like, like, oh my God, there's this, you know, nine or 9.5 naked or in her underwear. Oh, I don't know how to act. Treat it as no big deal. Okay, right, you're ready? <laughs> no big deal. I never come to these places, but... No big deal. First oh, yeah, time I, at a strip club. Yeah, yeah. No big deal. Your tits are right there in my face. No big deal. Yeah. By the way, have never been laid. Coming straight out of John Anthony's PlatinumDatingSystem.com course. I got his free ebook on how to attack women. And I got to tell you right now. I got to tell you right now. I don't give a fuck about your tits or your very nice vagina. Right now, I'm not complimenting you about anything. And maybe, only maybe, will I get a dance. But later. Not right now. Later. <laughs> at that point no girls are with you none zero yeah you're talking to guys who are having trouble with women you think they're gonna walk in and be able to control themselves i mean they can control themselves physically but like you think they're not gonna look at the naked women in front of them you think they're not gonna take to the fake compliments that's what everybody wants not just guys and girls everybody wants that john you're asking people to be inhuman and and I'm not lie. following and lie all the time <laughs> for no purpose i mean remember the mindset always is you're assuming you got the girl assuming she's gonna like you for sure so that's eight points out of the 14 before we continue i want to remind you again you can download that free pdf you can go to the info card <laughs> he didn't change it the second time nope. either mm-hmm. you'd think somebody would watch this video and see that attacked how to attack and date quality girls that's like a big slip up there it isn't really it really is just because that's not how you want to come across when you're trying to get somebody to come no. home with you is that I just read the free ebook on how to attack <laughs> quality girls in the corner or the link in the description. It's my seven secrets for building a pipeline of dates. It's absolutely free. So don't miss out on that. Number nine, constantly be steering towards the frame that the two of you should hang out at a later date. I usually frame it somewhat indirect that I throw parties or that I have barbecues and then I want to oh, invite the her old sometime. barbecue. He's used that before. Yeah, he did. <laughs> in another La- video. <laughs> Last time he told a girl to come over yeah. <laughs> for a barbecue party yeah. on his rooftop condo. There was one other girl in. <laughs> he pretended to go take a dump. <laughs> and he told the girl that he was with to make out with the girl who just showed up. No barbecue. They didn't even have a grill. <laughs> There's no food in the house. He rented it for the video. <laughs> And he told, and then he comes out and they're making out. Yeah. Show him how we were making out. Show him, babe. Show him. Yeah. Show him how big my dick is. Show him. <laughs> Tell him how awesome I am. Tell him. The old barbecue. I've trick. never met a guy so thirsty in my life. And when you ask her for her number, just have her write it down on a piece of paper. 
Okay, they oftentimes can't take your phone and be keying in their number because there's managers watching through cameras and stuff like that. And sometimes it's a rule that they can't give their number out to clients and to customers. It's not sometimes. So, it's all the time, So John. you just go find a pen and paper. Yeah, go find a pen and paper because, you know, it's such an antiquated tool that not even the managers will realize what's going on. Hey, what are they doing with that stick and that toilet paper? It looks like he's moving his hand up and down and making squiggly lines. Get out your phones. Take a picture of that. Google what's going on down there. <laughs> a pen of paper. I was just writing down directions to Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Unbelievable. Because the manager doesn't want her meeting the guy. And by the way, every club that I've ever been to has that direct rule. You do not give out your phone number yeah, to customers. For good reason. Yeah, for it's good for reason. It's for their own safety. Yeah. Yes. And by the way, yes, it happens. You know, yeah. dancers do give people their real phone numbers yeah. when they feel comfortable that it's okay. You don't just say, give me your phone number on this piece of paper <laughs> so the managers don't see. Because if it's a piece of paper, it's visible. I don't know. What world are you living in? <laughs> Here, I'm going to stand up on this chair, cover the table like an umbrella, and you write down your phone number. We won't alert anybody. That way no one can see what's going on. It's outside of work, and they, they want the guys to have to come to the club to see the girls so that they're spending money. So, But you can say, hey, you know, I throw parties. Let me invite you sometime. Write your number down on a piece of paper. She'll go to the bar, get a piece of receipt paper, write it down. <laughs> Pass it to you discreetly. Wow, you've just mapped this all out in your head, haven't you? You have a whole fantasy going on here. If she won't do that, try to get her to say it out loud and and memorize it. <laughs> point. What are you in jail? Say it out loud and memorize it. Why does she just say it out loud and you put it in your phone? I don't get it. What's going on? <laughs> what kind of clubs are you going to, John? <laughs> memorize it. Memorize it. Four oh four. Nine one five. Two what? Two nine two three. Four oh four nine one five four two two three four three two two four one two three. I can see some poor sap yeah, trying yeah. every combination of the last four numbers. Right. <laughs> Is apple cake there? <laughs> Is this apple cake? <laughs> Is this hot python? No? Oh, okay. I'll try the next combination. Coming up. Number 10, make an excuse while you're there. I already talked about that. Okay, this for oh, the people. Oh, so you had two of the that, same yeah. bullet points. So you have 13. I'm, I'm confused now. What number are we on? Is it nine that. or 10? Yeah, I already talked about that. Don't worry about it. Two out of the customer frame. I usually say I'm there for a friend's birthday party, and I don't usually come to places like this. Why? Because all the other guys purposely came there to spend money to, you know, fake flirt and, and get fake attention from girls that are just hustling them. You happen to be there not because you're there to, like, spend money to get girls to pretend. You happen to be there trying to pick up women right. in the hardest environment to pick up women. Why are you telling these poor saps not to do that? Like, dude, come on, man. This isn't a place to pick up women. This really isn't. Does it happen on occasion? Of course it does. I've seen it happen. It's happened, Okay. But this is not the place you start off. If you're having trouble yeah, communicating no. with the opposite sex or you're a man and you're having trouble getting women to pay attention to you, going to a strip club is a lovely hour and a half, two hours, five yeah. hours of your life. You'll spend some money. You'll get drunk. You'll see lots of naked bodies and they'll give you, they'll shower you with lots of services fake, will fake be exchanged. Services will be exchanged. Yeah. But picking up a girl to go home with you, 
Like the girl you're going to bring home to Thanksgiving dinner? This is not the place that you go to do that because they are working. They're working. They don't want to go home with you. They want you to pay them money. That's how they make a fucking living. This is bad advice from the get. A video about how to pick up women at a strip joint is a bad advice in, yeah, the, in the first place. Yeah, it's a bad idea. Yeah. I'd say out of every thousand guys that walk in to find a girlfriend, you know, take somebody home, not pay them money, actually yeah. have them attracted to you, I bet one or two gets lucky. One or two. It's low odds. Also, too, he's not saying it, but you've somehow got to assemble a huge pack of, of men, men around you to for play a, along with for a you. fake birthday yeah. party. No, 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 no. You pay. I can't spend any money. I'm here to pick up chicks on your fake birthday. But you got to pay money. I'll tell you what. Why don't you pay for me to go to the strip club? You take all the ugly women. I'll get all the hot chicks. I won't pay them money. You will. And that way... They'll know that I'm not one of the red guys. I'm one of the blue guys. That's right. All you're going to leave with is blue balls. That's it. To be into you, but instead you're just there because you got dragged along by your friends. Number 11, if she can't give her number out by putting it in her phone, okay, you can just say, oh, I know you, I, I know you can't give your number out We're because back to of the, the cameras. Chrissy, there's 14, all of which are basically a version of the same right. thing. Act rudely. <laughs> And pray. Lie. <laughs> yeah. I've said this so many times on this show, off this show. I've been saying it for decades. The most expensive thing at a strip club is hope. hope. <laughs> I hope she goes home with me. I hope Apple Cake is her real name. I hope she just gave me her real phone number. I hope we made an actual connection. I'll be back tomorrow to see right. if it's true. Mm-hmm. Managers, just write it down. Okay, so you can try to actually get in the phone, but it's usually going to have to be written down on a piece of paper. And then- All right, all right, all right. Let's, uh, I think this is a good place to break. We got three more <laughs> left. Let's take a short break. I got to reset my brain, by the way. I'm all discombobulated from this conversation. <laughs> I don't even know where we are in the conversation anymore. I love John. I really do. I love him. I think he's just a prime. He is the prime example of what not, not to, to, to be. Do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, we'll be back. Okay, Brian, shh. Let me give the people what they want. Our social media handles. Follow us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. If, like all my hinge dates, you are thirsty for more, give us a call and leave us a message at 626-ASK-TCB3. Or send us a text, no sexting please, at 855-TCB-8383. And, of course, go to tcbpodcast.com to see everything there is to see. Now let's hear from our sponsors, and then the show must go on. All right. We got three more of these left and like (laughs) nine minutes of the video left. So I can only imagine what's coming in the last three. But okay, let's get to it. We're in the middle of the John Anthony talking about how to bed a dancer at the local strip club. And I I say here, if she won't write it down, have her say it out loud and memorize it. Number 12, I will sometimes get one private dance to physically escalate, but I do it under the frame that I feel bad for taking up so much of her time. So you've been gaming her. Let's say you've got her number. You're flirting with her. You've cemented yourself as industry. You're not giving her too much attention or compliments. You're not staring at her. You're not letting her execute her canned scripts. All is well and good. So You're basically cock-blocking her from doing her job. You're completely distracting her from her work. It's, things are moving around. Yeah. Moving along nicely. Things are moving along nicely. She's made no money tonight. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> she won't make rent next week. But, you know, at least you have a chance of getting her real phone number written down on a receipt. But at that point, you can say this is an optional step. And this is just to cement the logistics of you guys meeting up and to also talk dirty and amp up the sexualization. So optionally, you can say, oh, I feel bad. I've been taking up a bunch of your time when there was guys that would have paid you. Let's get one dance together. And sometimes those only be like 15, 20 bucks. And you should only get a private dance if you've already numbered close to her and you've already... Only if it's 15 or 20 bucks. bucks. Make sure you don't spend too much money on that woman. Mm -hmm. You want to be your next girlfriend. God forbid up the logistics to hang out at another time okay then during the dance you can dirty talk to her and you can talk about how it's gonna be so much fun when you guys hang out and you're basically you're gonna just love like love my barbecues the- you're gonna love my barbecues <laughs> how much is a lap dance thirty dollars twenty no it's thirty fifteen says right here in my notes from my john anthony ebook fifteen to twenty dollars take it or leave it Take it or leave it. While you're at it, go get a receipt from the bar because I need your phone number. I don't want the management to find out. Don't mind the blue paint. It'll wash off. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) What a ding dong. Chances that she's going to meet you and filling in the frame about what's going to happen when you guys hang out. And then if you do get that private dance, and again, depending on the rules of the club, then you can physically escalate. You can talk dirty in her ear, etc. But if I do get a dance like that, I'll typically leave the club immediately after the dance. Is that you're sitting there. <laughs> and I'm out. I got jizz all over my pants. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you walk out with your hands on your balls. <laughs> <laughs> Confirmed kill. <laughs> Market. Buy apple cake. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> That's the number to Ticketmaster. Fuck nut. <laughs> Confirmed kill. <laughs> ah, he runs out of the club. I could just see him. Hand on his dick, running out of the club. Confirmed goo! Confirmed goo! <laughs> Which is a bad thing to say in any public place, by the way. But that's the language of John Anthony yeah. Lifestyle. And you guys just had this like nice moment connecting. You're, you're planning to hang out. And then she still has to go work and do her job. So she has to go and like flirt with other guys, like usually typically losers, right? She's going around and, and chatting with these. Oh, God. Yeah, typically <laughs> losers. But you're not, not the loser, like you. John. Yeah, <laughs> You're not the loser. Being rude and not paying the girls for their services and lying to them and pretending. You're not the loser. It's the other guys that came in with no expectations, just having a fun yeah. night and actually paying the people to do their job. Yeah. They're the loser. Uh-huh. Got it. 10-4. Understood now. Guys that are like, oh, my God. And if you're like sitting over there, like watching that or, or just being in the room while she's doing that, it's like a subtle value drop to you. Okay, because you're in with this girl now and you're gonna have to watch her like fake flirt and, and fake hit on these these other loser guys. It's a value drop to her? <laughs> what? God forbid you take interest in what she does for a living. Yeah. <laughs> I no. mean, come on. I mean, don't let her see yeah, you there. Yeah, yeah. It's like Astrid in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she also leaves the room right away as soon as she hears the show. We're almost done with the list. Point number 13, do not be afraid to approach them rather than making them come to you first. So if the girl's just sitting by herself, right, you can also like motion. This is antithetical to everything, that all 13 yes. points before it, 12 <laughs> points, uh, and then the optional three points. I don't even know how many points there are, whatever it is. I lost count it too. But anyway, this is antithetical to what you just told us to do. You want us 
to not pay attention, to not pay, to seem dismissive, to tell her I don't fucking care, whatever your whatever your hot uh, take fucking pickup line was. But at the end, then you tell us not to be afraid to show some attraction and some attention. Yeah, especially to the girls just sitting around alone. Yeah. Like they're just sitting yeah. around. Hey, <laughs> just sitting around. It's not my break or anything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to a strip club where I see no. the dancers sitting alone. No. Never. Not once. <laughs> like, like that. Or you can just walk over and be like, hey, I want to talk to you come with me to my table, right? And, and you bring her over to where, where you're... Hey, I want to ki- kidnap you. <laughs> Take my hand in your <laughs> Take on me. I don't pay for your ass. <laughs> sitting. You can also, like, as they're passing by, stop them or go cold approach them and bring them over to your table. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, and then the final thing wrong with Dre. Hey, you, the girl not working. <laughs> Come over here. Hey, you, dancer on your day off. Get over here. Come with me to my table. Grab him by the arm. Or I won't pay you or give you yeah. compliments. That's right. You go over to my or table. Or tell you my name. <laughs> we don't have any money. You can't have my name, and I don't fucking care. But you mind coming over to my table talking to me for a few minutes? Okay. <laughs> I'm not allowed to tell you you're pretty, and only, maybe, only maybe, will you get a lap dance from me if you're if I can be thoroughly dismissive to you for the next three to four hours. Yep. The point is, do not be afraid to merge sets and play them off of each other. That's that's checklist item number fourteen. So let's say you've already talked to one of the strippers over here, and you're talking to a new one, and the one you already number closed and set up plans with is walking by. Hey, what's up? Hey, you guys. <laughs> right. Okay, you've already closed Got one. It. You were supposed to leave after you closed, yeah. but you're still there. You're still there. You've already had another dance from another girl, and you're talking to a different one now. Well, Chrissy, there's nothing in the handbook I mean- <laughs> or the ebook, how to attack girls and how to attack quality girls, that says you can't blow your wad with one girl in a private lap dance and then come back into the club and do it with another girl right you can increase your odds yeah john's just playing the field you guys know each other blah blah blah. oh yeah we've met a couple times or do you guys know each other you guys know each other you work at the fucking same club they're working on the same night i would think that most of the ladies there probably are familiar with the other ladies there staring at each other all naked all night long you're probably familiar and then you're like playing them off each other yeah she's actually pretty cool did you know that she can like fucking balance a cup on her ass ha 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 right whatever it is that you're (laughs) talking oh my god Uh, (laughs) hey do you know she can balance a cup on her ass (laughs) kiss me kiss me (laughs) what the fuck is he talking about Hey, I don't know this girl, but I've heard she can balance a cup on her ass. I hear you can, know each other? Yeah, I hear you can bounce corners off her tits. Let's see if that's true. All of God's corners. All of God's corners. But maybe, just maybe, you'll get a laugh dance later, and I'll pay you. Only if it's a discount. Yeah. Do you have a coin star in here? <laughs> Get any of those paper things for corners. I'll roll up a couple rolls. 
We'll see if it adds to $15. And not more than $15. I'm going to haggle with you. Oh. You like introduce and combine the, the, the interactions. That's going to make this one jealous of this one and vice versa. Okay, so you're playing them off each other. Again, it's not something a customer would do. It's something a guy that bangs hot chicks would do. And the guy oh, that- no. oh, oh right. On, okay, right. Wait. Yeah. In the industry. I'd want, I just, I would love to be a fly oh my on God, the wall of this guy's this. Yeah. house for like 15 moms, his mom's basement, wherever he lives. <laughs> right. I'd love to be a fly on the wall of this guy's house for like 15 minutes. And I'd also love to have an idea of where he grew up and how he grew up. I wish we could interview him, but yeah. then that just blows it. Then we I can't know. do any more of his videos. So convinced he's going to bang one or both of the, these girls, okay? Doing all those steps will increase your odds of getting any particular girl or girls. And, and typically, I'll get like one to three phone numbers. You don't want to number collect from every single girl there. So usually, I'll go with like the two or three hottest ones or the two or three most recent. Oh, really, You're John. trying to get... So let me give you my odds again. Brian Green's experience tells him one in a thousand actually attracts a woman who will give you her phone number and be real with you, right? Uh, because it's their job to not give you her phone number and to collect yeah. money from you. But John is saying, not only can you get a girl's phone number at a strip club, a dancer's phone number at a strip club, and have a relationship with her, but you can do it with two Multiple. or three at the same time. Yeah, pick the hottest ones. I dare you, John. <laughs> Come to Atlanta, take me to the cheetah, show me how it's done. I dare you. Please. I'll pay for the I'll pay for the entire night because you won't. You'll be on your game. I'll pay for the entire night. Show me and I want to be able to report back honestly on what happens. I'll take you up on that bet. Come on, man. If I lose, I will come on this show and I will I will literally do commercials for your ebook for the next 2 weeks. On another podcast that I start tomorrow. <laughs> The ones that are also hot, then you just bounce out. You don't want to st- sit in there and, and try to get every single stripper's number or the majority of their numbers. Or, hey, you can have your you know, number, your, the, number hey, your, your number, number, your number, your number, your number. Your number. <laughs> hey, do me a favor. Pass it around. Right. I'm looking for phone numbers. <laughs> here's, here's a spreadsheet. Write yeah. your name and your number. Hey, it's me, John Anthony. Can I have your phone number? No. Okay. Don't tell anybody else in the club. <laughs> what about her? Can I have her phone number? Can you give me her phone number? <laughs> Who's the girl you uh, like the least here? Can I have her phone number? Room very openly because then they're just going to think like, oh, who is this guy? What's this guy's deal? You know, why is he hitting on every single girl here? Fuck that guy. Or like, oh, I'm not interested in that guy. So just get one, two or three numbers and then bounce out. One, two or three. Just get three numbers and you're out, Chrissy. (laughs) That's like saying, just walk into a gas station, get three or four. Winning lotto tickets for right. the Mega Millions yeah. and then get out. Get quick. Don't get greedy. <laughs> Stripper closes that I've had and that my clients have had are going to be in the form of getting a phone number and then meeting up with them at a later time outside of work and closing it then. Okay, but every now and then you get one that's like pretty on board and you can get them to pull once they get off. Okay, so once their shift is over, you can get them to come home with you. I've done that in a whole bunch of countries. That can be cool too. <laughs> of countries. Yes, they're also known as sex workers. That's what... Come on, man. Come on. The rules are different all around the world, buddy. You can't compare American strip clubs to, you know, strip clubs in Brazil or Colombia or Argentina or even in Europe. You can't do that. The rules are different. 
and yep. and it might be a totally different situation down there. You know, I, I don't believe yeah. him. By the way, I don't believe him. Yeah. I don't. No. A whole bunch of different countries. How many countries really have you been to, John? <laughs> Honestly, let's be honest about it. But oftentimes that's like really late at night because oftentimes they work till like four or five in the morning. You have to be like hitting on them like late in the night so that you don't have to like linger around for several hours or whatever. So if you happen to be in there towards the end of the night, the girl's like, yeah, we can hang out sometime. What time are you off tonight? Five. Yeah. Why don't we hang out for a little <laughs> if bit? If you're just you're hanging out at 4 a.m. will say like, yeah, <laughs> hit that strip club, grab, yeah. grab three numbers, maybe even get somebody to come home with you that night. Nothing says boyfriend material. <laughs> Like the guy who's hanging out last call at the strip club, <laughs> which I've been before. I've done. And trust me, when the lights come on, no one looks attractive. Everyone goes home. Also, where's his pack of friends? Yeah, seriously. Where are your buddies? How do you get that done? If they're down, they'll usually say like, okay, cool. Like meet me out back or meet me like a block down the street. Cause they- meet, meet me out back? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, by that dumpster. <laughs> Maybe by the dumpster. <laughs> Maybe about the dumpster for a quick lap dance I don't want to pay for. I'm only going to pay for a lap dance at the dumpster. <laughs> then we'll see what you're made of. I'll make a determination then whether or not I should take you home at 5.30 in the morning. By the way, right. American Strip Club, I can guarantee you, you're not meeting out back no. after. No. Those girls get escorted home. In a lot of cases, they have someone drive them home, and they will always be followed by security. Always. It's like the rule. It's the number one rule. We can't be seen going with a customer or going with someone who was in the strip club okay, in front of the management or, or in front of the other, the other strippers. This works. When Josh and I used to run seven-day programs, one of the nights we would take the guys to the strip club, and very often students would get two or three numbers and end up closing one or two of the strippers. Okay, Now, that's bullshit. Yeah. I don't believe that. I don't believe what it for one second. What country was that in? Yeah, for, what country was that for in? One. Brazil, probably. <laughs> yeah. Which I've never been to a Brazilian strip club, so I don't know. But uh, but those Brazilians are attractive human beings, mm-hmm. I'll tell you that much right now. But this this does not happen. And if it happens, it's because you're making so much commotion as John Anthony. Like, you walked in, and you've been to that. John Anthony walked in, and he's been to that club uh-huh. a million times. And the girls know they're going to make a ton of money. They just have to pay attention. Yeah. He's predetermined. He's pre-set this up. Yeah. There's no way that some guys are taking a dating course from John Anthony, and they all walk in, and magically, they're fucking, you know, Ryan Felipe, and they're all taking <laughs> girls home. It's not going to happen. <laughs> during the program so this works you know maybe we'll put in a, in a comment below the the checklist set of steps that would be easy for me to just include but make sure you pick up the copy of that free pdf for- oh here he spelled it correctly he did spell yeah, it correctly seven there. modern dating secrets to attract and date quality dates in seven days it'll be in the info card or the link in the description if you're ready to move forward in- okay i don't want to listen to your fucking <laughs> bullshit all right okay we i didn't realize it. he had some kind of partner named josh well he said when josh and i all uh, right yeah josh was like this guy's full of shit but josh <laughs> Is about to be found out by the commercial uh-huh. break because you know Brian's going to go do a little homework <laughs> yeah. on that one. All right. There you go. But So we caught up with John Anthony after a long break, and I'll tell you what, nothing's changed. Nope. That's for sure. Mm-mm. I thought maybe all these breakdown videos would make him realize the error of his ways. Nope. Nope. And by the way, who gives a fuck? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. What's your name? Who gives a fuck? Uh, Anybody out there who's struggling to find a date, feeling a little lonely out on the dating apps and having a hard time, I promise you, 
John Anthony has none of the answers you're looking for. This was complete shite. If you watch this with any degree of seriousness, looking for help, you just wasted 20 minutes of your life. Yeah. I promise you. <laughs> Text me. Chrissy and I will give you better advice. Yes. And we give terrible advice, but I promise you we'll give you better advice. Here's my first advice. Don't look for a girlfriend at a strip club. Doesn't work. It's just an opinion and some experience behind it. Right, Chrissy? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Okay. TCBpodcast.com. <laughs> That's where you go. Find out more information about the two of us and any of our guests. We've got links. We've got videos, all that good stuff. Uh, once again, we want to thank Veer Das, who joined us earlier this week very much. He's in the middle of his world tour. He's got a couple more cities left. He'll be in Atlanta in February. Chrissy and I will see him. Yeah. We'll, we'll report back. Maybe we'll have him on again. All Maybe right. when he's here in Atlanta, we can get him to jump on a phone call or come into our studio. Mm-hmm. But probably no. not. No. <laughs> probably not. I don't even know where we'd fit him. He'd have to sit right here with his head to the to the camera. Uh, you can also get your free piggy fronting sticker. Go to the website, tcbpodcast.com. Hit the contact us button, drop down menu. Give us your physical address. Let us know if you want to sign anything. We'll be happy to do it. And we send those off every seven to ten days. Add the commercial break on Instagram, TCB Podcast on TikTok, and 626 Ask TCB the number three. That's 1626 Ask TCB the number three. Toll free from anywhere in the world. You can text us comments, questions, concerns, content ideas. Ask Brian's mom. Ask TCB. Dear TCB, however you want to start it, feel free. We'll take all comers. Also, please do us a favor, youtube.com slash the commercial break for full episodes a day or two after it comes out. Okay. Chrissy, I think that's all I can do today. My brain hurts. I think so. But I'll say I love you. I love you. And best to you. Best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say we do say and we must say goodbye. Get out.